Yo, what's going on, folks? Yeah, don't adjust your headphones or however you like to listen to Scheme to Death. Because, yes, this is me, Murph Baldwin, from Trojansports.com, the one and only. But this is me in a compromised state, being as though I have strep throat. And it is killing me. But I didn't want to mail this bad boy in because I owe it to the fans to work and get it cracking with the people. I'm a man of the people. Even though it's really killing me to talk about right now. And my immune system and everything like that is extremely compromised. And I actually sound like Chris P. Swanson right about now, which is kind of weird. Because I don't think he hadn't had strep throat. At least for the last few years I've known him. So, um, obviously this is going to have to be a pretty quick show so I can um, get back into bed. But, man, I want to talk about the Trojans. But first, make sure you get on over to Trojansports.com. Copy yourself a subscription so you can see the best team in the business. With my man Adam J. Meyer, the best beat writer in the business. Doing this one-two thing from the ground level, traveling to the games, getting the story the way you like it. Man likes to dig, too. Uh, that's how I like my beat writers, man. You got to dig, even if it might upset some people. And, of course, Chris P. Swanson himself, publisher of Trojansports.com, best darn recruiting guy I know. He's always on top of it. He's on top of the kids in my state here in, in Georgia. Imagine that. Man lives in L.A., some parts of LA or out in Southern California. I'm in Georgia. And he knows just as much or probably even more than the kids that I'm around. Actually around these kids. But it's all good, right? So man. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, it ain't scout and all then whatever them sites are. The LA Times and all that. It's Trojansports.com, so you know I gotta bump my gums even when I'm sick. But even when I'm sick, man, I you know what I'm saying I still do you in. I'll be in that bad boy looking like Danny Jacobs looked on Saturday while you boxing fans. A complete master class. And a complete master class is what the Trojans gave to those lowly Colorado Buffaloes in the first half. I mean, they were playing that ball I like. You guys know I get all excited. I get it. I get heated in the loins when those guys are running that ball, pulling them, pulling those guards, pulling my man Voorhees. Got my man Chumi Dogo still out there committing penalties. But I guess you gotta take the bad with the good, huh? I know it might sound strange, but I kind of hope Chuma goes to the NFL after this season, uh, so I can see some more of my man Clayton Johnson. It's not that I think that. Clayton's more talented than Chuma. I don't. I don't think that at all. I just like the uh, the rhythm the offense plays with when um they add those those guys added in to the fold. I think they're able to get a better rhythm just because of the um, less penalties out there. You don't have penalties out on the edges. I like Clayton's length as well. Uh, I think Chuma's probably a nastier player, but Clayton's he looks to be probably a little bit more fluid or just as fluid. Uh, I would say, because Chuma's a very good athlete as well. 
I don't know. I think sometimes Truman's out there just to show up the next man more than he's trying to win for the Trojans. Uh, that's just me, you know. And he's probably my favorite football player on the team, being as though he's from here in Georgia. But, hey, man, like I said before, I give it to you right down the middle. So uh, we'll see about that moving forward. Hopefully that's something, if he does come back, that he can get under. Come to think of it, they probably were, they were in the same recruiting class, I believe. If I can remember back then, I have to holler at my man Chris P. Swanson to really see what's going on. And thank God for professional microphones because I don't feel like I can get above uh, a two in volume. But I'm talking right in this mic and I can hear it. And it sounds horrible. I don't sound anything like myself. And I actually thought I was sounding better. But now that I actually can hear this and play it back, it does sound horrible. So I apologize in advance. But hopefully you still like the content. And guess what? 99.9% of the people out there don't have radio voices anyway, so then I'll just join those cats. Because you know when it's when I'm good, I'm good. You know? Don't forget I'm your boy from the Rivals Roundtable. Back in the day, me and your me and your guy, Chris. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, I was, the execution in the first half was flawless, man. I really loving the receiving corps. I think that we pretty much got it down pat right there. And with some more guys coming in, um, at least that are scheduled to come in, I uh, think there's some big-time guys still left out there uh, that are supposed to be coming to SC. But, man, if you look at all these freshmen that are contributing and some of the guys that are, are unable to contribute right about now, that's got to be one of those things where you're like, good Lord, or do y'all want to be a running back and go to Alabama? You know, those guys with their five, five-star running backs. This team is going to be loaded with true sophomores or red shirt sophomores or or whomever. Uh, guys of that can, can absolutely ball. I still love me some Deontay Burnett. Uh, I still love Steven Mitchell and um, some of these other guys. But, man, you can definitely tell the influx of athleticism when, with guys like Michael Pittman. He's starting to get it in. They're starting to run a ton of these um, mesh routes with him. Uh, they're starting to run a lot of the split flow action. Um, where you have multiple guys going in different directions, and then you uh, add on top of that kind of a levels concept where Sam has an outlet um, uh, coming across the formation. Um, uh, yeah, right across the formation, I want a guy on the first level come in on a crosser. Then you have a guy running a, maybe a corner route or something like that. So uh, pretty pretty simple spacing techniques right there. But those guys can run it, man. They're all very lengthy. Uh, Tyler Vaughn's and these guys. So notice I'm not even mentioning Joe Lewis or um, Josh Amats or Bebe, you know, two very talented guys there. That's because some of these other guys, Trayvon Sidney, we've seen him ball out. Every week, man, I get mesmerized. It's like wide receiver university, especially, I mean, a, a school that had captured the imagination of a young Murph all the way in Gwinnett County, Georgia with Keyshawn Johnson. I want to be like that guy so bad. I was running around school um, Brookwood High School calling myself Keyshawn. I used to love Keyshawn Johnson and Randy Moss. So everybody would call me Keyshawn Moss. And I was mossing people. And, um, and I was um, talking trash. And I used to have my receiver stance just like Keyshawn Johnson. Had that number three. Uh, the, kid, the guy was a, a, a beautiful wide receiver. I mean, not talking about it like that type of beautiful. I'm just as far as the 
his ability to get in and out of his um, transitions, uh, his ability to play bully ball. He wasn't the fastest guy you ever seen, but he was so decisive in what he liked to do uh, that it made himself seem a lot faster. So he will remain one of my all-time favorites, top five, definitely. People in that time period, Charles Woodson was in that time period. I love Charles, Randy, you know what I'm saying, Keyshawn, Peyton Manning, Carson Palmer, a little bit after that. Another love me some Carson Palmer. You still can't tell me that he's not the best QB to to, um, come through SC even now. So it's looking like I'm going to have to take me like a two or three minute break here because I feel like I'm not going to be able to push these words out. Well, Phil started to do some funny stuff. Uh, the magic of radio, though, you won't even notice. All right, I'm back. Got a little bit of water. Um, So, yeah, so back on that, man. That's looking like that's the best. To me, Cheetah personnel may be the best thing going for SC, whereas before, man, I kind of like the ace personnel with the two tight ends. But this particular team looks like it's just better with the with the three receivers, which is nothing wrong with that style of ball. I mean, it's not my favorite style of ball, but I like winning, and SC can win this way. And I'm not so sure. I tried to tell you guys before, you ain't want to listen to me. I was like, man, don't give up. Things have to shake out crazily, but crazier things have happened before. Don't be surprised you see SC up in the college football playoffs because – People getting their neck rocked out there. <clears throat> what did I tell you guys about Miami? I told you that's the other team that I cover on on Rivals with Canesport.com. And I told you there's not too many teams that I would take above the Trojans as far as the defensive front, but Miami was the one. I remember that exact quote. And now you see those guys can get after it up front super deep. Super deep with a bunch of first-round edge players and a bunch of early-round draft pick interior players in a – off the ball linebacker corpse, you wouldn't believe. All three true sophomores all have started uh, pretty much every game since they got to Coral Gables. Uh, they be rocking domes. Uh, you saw um, Georgia get the dome rocked by Auburn. I didn't know what Georgia was about. I kept telling people that's the team, obviously, that I've covered. And I, said, I don't know what Georgia's about. I can't judge Georgia off of Notre Dame. I don't know how good Notre Dame is because I've seen Notre Dame catch. Notre Dame, to me, made made its hay off of beating up on SC. But to me, SC was kind of compromised. And SC is kind of flighty to me as well, especially at that particular point in time. I bet you right now, if you run SC and Notre Dame, uh, I bet you will see some different results. I wouldn't be surprised if SC could beat Notre Dame right about now. SC's playing some really good ball, at least if you want to play first half. That's, one, that's what they need to do. Like, yeah, run it back, sucker. Let's run it back for just one half. That's what me and my boys used to do when we play, like, video games and stuff. You, you, your boy get in your butt, and it get late. You know what I'm saying? You get mad, and you like, run it back. And then you run it be like, all right, we're going to run it back. We're going to quit at a half because I got to go home or whatever like that. Then you end up winning the half. Then you be like, yeah, I told you I could beat you or whatever like that. Then he's like, no, nah, man, we're going to finish it out and all this and that. So. SC just needs to run it back with Notre Dame for, for the first half, and they'll blow Notre Dame's doors off. SC can't be effed with in the first half. So, yeah, so, um, man, all, and there's some teams I know that are going to get beat um, still, you know. One of them, not Alabama, though, so don't, 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 don't do that. I don't think Alabama will be losing to, to Georgia or Auburn, but 
as you see, that's a tough schedule left for them to have to play both of those teams. But but we'll see about that. Um, that is an elite team uh, through and through. A lot of injuries this year, ton of injuries. But that's what death. That's what death is about. I always laugh at some of these teams and these people, and they bring up injuries. I'm like, well, you don't know how the other team is faring right now about about injuries. Nobody knows anybody else's team like that. You don't know them unless you cover them on a day to day basis. You you don't know what they're missing like that. You probably know just some of the frontline players, and we know that it's not necessarily the frontline players that really get you. And some of these guys, you'd be like, dang. If old boy was here right about now, I know he's not the best, but you know, I mean, we'd be a lot more solid in this particular position, or our depth would be a lot stronger in this in this position, you know. So, Alabama has a ton of injuries. However, Alabama is still Alabama, and it plays a particular brand of football, which is what SE has been doing, which is run the ball and stop the run. Doing that to the best of your ability, you really did it up against in Colorado there. Um. Rojo was getting off. I don't think it was as dominant. We I think we didn't get those big runs. Uh, we weren't. We didn't get to see those big runs, but uh, we got to see um, very steady pacing and then breaking off chunk yardage. And as far as ten yards here, nine yards, eight yards, that is that's demeaning. That'll break your will and your spirit um, as a defense. So, and I think it did to Colorado. And then we noticed that when he's able to get off like that and they're really running the ball, it just makes everything else easier for everyone else. Uh, you can run your levels concepts. You can flood the field to a certain, uh, your flood concepts to a certain part of the field. Uh, you can start running those mess routes, the scissor routes. I know this is a lot of intertwining routes as he likes to run. And they do them to perfection. And Sam can start getting out of the pocket, doing his thing like he likes to do as well. And it just makes the line that much more up to snuff, in my opinion, when they, then they are the Trojans, the run Trojans. But, man, I don't know what's going on in the second half, and we're still having trouble with, at least I am particularly, still having trouble with Jackie Jones and these other cornerbacks, man. I'm telling you, that's going to be the next step for USC, man. You're going to have to hit on some of these big-time cornerbacks and develop them. Not saying that Jackie Jones can't play. Obviously, he's got a lot of talent. But he can be had, and he can be, he's, a, he's a hit or miss kind of guy, as we've seen. So don't 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 be writing me up talking about oh Jackie's this and that like you were doing with Piggy Marshall. Cause some of you guys, hey Piggy, I don't like calling nobody that. Iman Marshall. Cause some of you guys were all over Iman Marshall. Now you don't even say his name anymore. So that second half, man, some of those coverage breakdowns. Uh, you're running that banjo technique, but you're not able to actually play your zone and man at the same time. Banjo technique is is a man coverage with these zone principles. So when these guys are crossing or whatever like that, you still stay in your zone. You just take on a new man. But man, it's to be it's to be had or whatever like that. And those guys have some talented receivers, and they had nothing to lose. So I'm not gonna really make a big stink about that as much as I did about Arizona. Arizona was scary. This wasn't. This one was not that scary to me. Uh, I expect teams to to climb back in it. I always laugh at people, and they be like, "Man, I beat them by fourteen or something like that." I'm like, "Why are you guys mentioning points? I don't care about that. You get six points per touchdown, and you get an extra point, so you can rack up seven at a time. It doesn't matter." I always talk about you beat them by a couple of possessions. That's what matters to me. You beat a team by 
if they need the ball three extra times to beat you, then you know you have done something. But nine, ten points, that ain't nothing. You can erase that real quick. So, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a, I thought it was a very good game. I like to see my man Christian Rector was back out there getting his sack on. He had the big club on his hand. Um, Chilling the also doing his thing. Guys on the interior always doing their thing. But that secondary, man, and in particular the cornerbacks. So we'll see moving forward when you see this particular team that can put it up in the air, put them on the glass like mix a lot, uh, UCLA. Uh, we'll see what's going on here. So I'd like to have a quick discussion about UCLA, but I got to take a little bit of a break right here. know what UCLA is about. It's one of the softest teams in the nation. It's the complete opposite of uh, SC, the way they play ball, at least in the first half of the last few games, or in Alabama, and Georgia, and LSU, or Miami. Well, Miami really, but um, Florida State, uh, you get what I'm saying, Wisconsin, teams that own the line of scrimmage. UCLA is owned at the line of scrimmage. So they can't run the ball and they can't stop the run. But they're still fun to watch because I love the can't front. Even doing on the scheme to death, S-C-H-E-M-E-D. I love Josh Rosen, man. That kid is the absolute truth. And this is the first time that I would say it. This is that I would take the quarterback on the other team over Sam Darnold. That was just saying a lot. I wouldn't take Khalil Tate as 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 good as he is, just for the type of ball that I want to play. So y'all know the type of ball I'm going to play. It's going to be Wisconsin. That just watch out, Coach Chris. Coaches, that's exactly how I would coach. As a matter of fact, I would mind being on his staff one day when I get a little older, and I don't feel like talking trash on the microphone anymore. So, Coach Chris, I'll let your boy. I already know some of the coaches on that staff. I have to deal with them through some of my kids that I promote that have offers. One being Steel Chambers. So once again, if you guys out there, make sure you get to talking to your Trojan people. Tell them Steel Chambers is out there. He's looking to visit. He already visited SC before, right here in Georgia. He has a Stanford offer. But, man, he's got offers from everywhere. Ohio State, Michigan, uh, Clemson. UCF, Kentucky. Um, man, I could just go around and just name different spots. Oregon State. So SC, man, I love to be able to cover my 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 big six two two twenty running back slash safety slash linebacker. Love to be able to cover him 
at, with him being a Trojan, Steel Chambers from Blessed Trinity in Roswell, Georgia. So, um, so yeah, so you know this type of ball I like to play. I want my, my quarterback to sit in the pocket and deliver. And some of the concepts I'm going to be running, they're going to be straight rhythm and timing. They're going to be guys you're going to have to be maneuver, but you want to get the ball down the field. I don't necessarily need plays to be broken off and, and, and disconnect and, and detach from the pocket. I want slick ball, ball handling. I want a rocket arm. I want great mechanics. Uh, it's everything that Josh Rosen has. Uh, I still think he's the most talented quarterback. And I put him, Sam and Sam, pretty much 1A, 1B. Um, but I, I like Rosen. I like I watched him so much um, in his freshman season. And this year, even though I don't think he's blowing the doors off of anything, you can just tell how talented he really is that he's on a way worse team, way, way worse team than SC. They don't have the talent at all to speak of. I mean, you got a cat like – it's funny. They both have Texas running backs from the same class. Uh, Sam's working with your man Ronald Jones, who's an absolute freaking superstar. Josh Rosen working with the one of the bigger busts I think I've seen for all the attention that he got at So-So Jamabo. And I'm always weary of people with names like So-So because that kid is very So-So to me. He looks a million bucks, 6'2", 210, 215. But, man, his production is horrible, man. Kid be averaging like less than four yards of carry. Don't really have anything notable to really speak of. He had some games here and there, but, man, he's definitely not what you thought he would be. Um, the... UCLA's offensive line is terrible. Ter- terrible, man. Just terrible. Uh, there's not much to speak of about UCLA but this kid, Rosen. And he's able to keep these guys in some of these games. I mean, they just coming off of beating Arizona State, which, you know, we already know what Arizona State's about. But they're pretty much about what UCLA is about. Very much similar type teams. UCLA put 44 up on them. And Josh Rosen throwing for 381 yards. On the season, let me see what is he doing on the season here. Uh, 21 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, 3,094 yards. I can dig it. I can dig it. Complete 62% of his passes. And that's without the benefit of a great run game, you know. If he had a great run game like he did his, I think his first year, Maybe his first two years, but definitely his first year because Paul Perkins was the man, um, the guy from the New York Giants. And um, you saw what he could do as a freshman, 23 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, complete 60% of his passes. It's not like still wasn't like it was the most talented team you've ever seen. It's funny how they're both in the same city. UCLA just can't work it. Can't work it. Is it worth it? Nope, it can't work it like SC. It's been like that since I can remember. But, but UCLA's always had some fun teams, man. Um, I remember watching them Kate McNown teams. I used to love those teams. Every once in a while, they'll do something, something, but they can't recruit on the level of SC. They may need to move away. The University of Saints that C and said they were playing. They weren't really from there. They're from, like, Charlotte or something. University of Charlotte. <laughs> they can get away from the Trojans. So, yeah, um, I love the way... Josh Rosen delivers, and that's what they're going to do, man. They're not going to be able to run the ball on SC. Although SC has given up some some yardage before, and I'm not going to totally say that SC's the best team against the run, but lately it has been. So that may be more of the actual team themselves. But you got to say that my man Phillip Lindsey at Colorado 
uh, one of the better running backs in the entire country, at least from a production standpoint, he didn't get off at all. So, you know, with that, they trust that kid in his right arm. And, man, they'll give it to the Trojans. And we've seen the Trojans struggle with the ball going down the field. So they do have some – it's not the fact that they have talented receivers. It's the fact that he's so talented and he delivers the ball so well that it's kind of a Drew Brees factor. To me, Drew Brees never really has the best receivers. He just makes them really good. Same thing with Tom Brady. So, um, yeah, that's going to be pretty much it. We're going to see right there. But the thing about to me is – their offensive line is so horrible that Christian Rector and Luchina Nuoso and uh, I don't care, Alcefa, whoever you want to put back there, they're all going to eat. Rasheen Green, um, Malik Dorton, even Fatu, uh, all of these guys are going to eat really good, you know, and that's going to put the pressure on Josh. He's not the most mobile guy I've ever seen. He's great in the pocket. He's got pocket mobility. But he's definitely not a detached kind of guy, so he will, he he can get work in that in that fashion. They have a two headed running game, two headed monster at the running game, but neither guys are able to really get anything going because of the offensive line. Receivers got a little bit of talent there, but to me, most of the talent is on the other side of the ball. And then with that being said, they can't play defense that well. You got that kid, uh, he can maybe number fifteen. I watched them all last year. He's one of the top five players in the country. If not, may have been the number one player, I believe, in one recruiting service, Jalen Phillips, uh, edge player. Uh, you can play him in a whole bunch of different spots, though, man. He looks real good. He looked like he could give Chuma all he can handle. I also like Keyshawn Lucifer South. I'm sorry, Keyshawn Lucifer South. <clears throat> man, my, I'm about to have to quit this in a pretty second and run to the emergency room or something like that. It's getting bad. Um... Yeah, they got they got they got some guys along the defensive line that can get after it. And that could be a little bit of a saving grace, but not much because uh, SC is just running with a whole bunch of talent back there, and SC's offensive line is not playing around these days, especially if they're running the ball. If they run the ball and control the clock on UCLA, this would be some some really bad stuff. And matter of fact, I'm thinking they're going to go ahead and do that. Why 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 waste time? You know what I mean? When you could just beat somebody up real good, you know everybody. Everybody likes a good ass whipping. You can, you can get up on these guys. Yeah, you can throw and throw on the um the true freshman they have at cornerback. Um, he's going to be a really good player, by the way. Um, Darn Darnay Holmes. You you can get a, get off on some of these guys and all this and that, but what they can't do is stop the run. If you can't stop the run, I told you before, man, it's like fighting with two hands behind your back. You may be able to slip some punches here and there, but you're going to get connected, and somebody's going to knock you out. They can't do that. SC can run the ball with the best of them. No need to mess around. Man, let's get let's, let's get it going. Let's let's put out a whole bunch of different styles. Let's, hey, you could probably work on stuff on this team, stuff you haven't worked on before. Yeah, you run the split zones, inside and outside. You run the, a lot of the power concepts, power O, power OH. Uh, start running a lot more ISO. Get somebody back there, one of the tight ends, and start running more ISO stuff. Uh, maybe put Malapai at a fullback or somebody out there can play some fullback and run some some ISO smash, quick quick hitting type stuff. Let's see some more um, screens. I definitely want to see some more screen passes behind the line of scrimmage um, to the running backs, that, that is. Yeah, man, just stuff stuff like that. Draws, more draws. 
You know, this just be a running clinic. I want to see a running clinic put up on the University of California, Los Angeles, or the University of Charlotte. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's about it, man. I'm about to go ahead and go. If they do what I say or what I suggest, man, this should be something like 45 to 20. And that's just because, to me, my man Josh Rosen is that good. But, man, knowing them, they're going to get crazy. And they be like, you know what? We're going to prove that Sam is better than Josh Rosen. We're both going to put the ball up 50 times. Then you're going to have a couple of turnovers from Sam. He's going to fumble or something like this and that. Then you end up making it worse making it worse on yourself. And you only end up beating them like 48 to 30. You know? <laughs> well, all right, man. That's going to be it, man. Don't say I never did anything for you guys. I'm sitting up here doing a freaking podcast for almost 30 minutes with strep throat when I should be in the bed, you know? Well, all right then, folks. Um, Can't wait to watch this game. It's always an aesthetically pleasing game with the two teams and the colors of the uniforms going way back in the day. UCLA is so bad, man, it made me dig up film from the old school, man. I was watching... O.J. Simpson play against UCLA and stuff just to see if they see if they were actually good at one particular point in time. Because my man Jim Mora used to coach the Falcons here. I met him. He's a darn good coach in my opinion. I don't know. He just couldn't get it together there. Hopefully he'll get another chance somewhere else, but it ain't there. So they're going to have a new coach pretty soon. But I hope it ain't Chip Kelly. Although I already may be going to somewhere in the South. Maybe in the SEC. Maybe Florida. I don't know. But we'll see. All right. So once again, thanks, folks. I am out. Peace.